0: Before we dive into this incredible episode, I want to share with you all a quick blurb about something I've been loving lately Saqqara. This meal delivery service is no joke. They provide chef crafted vegan meals backed by cutting edge nutrition and made with A ingredients. At first, I was a massive skeptic. I mean, there's no way I would like a meal delivered to me better than something I make on my own, and hell to the no, am I going to feel satisfied after a vegan entree? Then I tried the meals and I quickly realized how wrong I was. They're shockingly delicious and extremely convenient. Don't even get me started about the breakfast. I am absolutely obsessed with them. After all of the meals, I'm left feeling full and I'm ready to tackle my day and never have that post-lunch slump. To help make it a bit more affordable, I'm providing you all with a discount code for 20% off all of the meal plans. Enter XOCameron, that's X-O-C-A-M-E-R-O-N, at checkout and enjoy. Hey guys, we are back in Samsung 837 in the heart of the meatpacking and I am joined with Steve Uriah. Did I say that correctly? Uriah. I feel like I messed it up already. Steve no, Uriah. But it's okay.
1: irrelevant, it's just the name.
0: Founder of Switch Playground. Correct. Welcome, Steve.
1: Thank you for having me. What a beautiful space.
0: Thank you. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. It really, I'm really is nice. impressed. And it's very fun to have when people are walking by. like
1: Checking it out. Yeah. The, yeah. Well,
0: everyone's just so confused because we're yeah. in this like fishbowl. Of this big it's a big tourist spot yeah in I this area packing, yeah and a lot of people automatically just think i'm important because i'm in here That's or like good. i'm you're famous but you're and, oh thank you <laughs> but they like try to take photos it's very funny my mom was really entertained when she was a guest
1: okay brilliant yeah I'll take them freely
0: <laughs> <laughs> so steve and i met through a mutual friend who has also been on this show justin came mine i'll link his episode in the notes but I have been a longtime fan of Switch Playground before we met, before I knew anything about you. I forget how I was introduced to the studio, but I used to, I mean, I was, a I still go, but I used to go all the freaking time. And my husband is a big Switch fan. Him and like a group of our friends have like a, they call it their Switch Squad text message. So
1: happy to hear that.
0: <laughs> they do the 6 a.m. classes. So they love them. They don't um, see me there, though. Yeah. I, I haven't <laughs> taken one of your classes. I still need to, you do. but I hear that they are a whole new level.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, it's all in, all passion, all authentic madness, but yeah.
0: Yeah. But all in all, I love Switch. So thank you, thank it's you it's for joining us. It's
1: such a pleasure.
0: Um. So to kick things off, how would you define success?
1: You know, I have a very different interpretation of success. There's one part of me that know success is sustainability in Mm -hmm. what you do and how you carry that forward. It's not an instant thing. Um, But for me, when when people say, what is your life's work? What is your goal, your Mm -hmm. motivation? You know, obviously most people, we all need money. We all want money so we can live a comfortable life and our families are taken care of. But that's not my definition of success. My success is in my work, which is helping others, uh, people being the best version of themselves Mm -hmm. and helping them to realize that there are no limitations. And it's not that cliche. It's the truth. It's, I've learned that through my military and through my life that literally all these, again, cliches is like the only limitation is yourself. And there is so much truth in those words. Mm -hmm. So Having the ability to to do God's work and what I call that are my uh, purpose for being on earth is to help others, and by that I don't just mean in studio. It's, it's in the studios where the magic happens, but it's mm-hmm. how that transcends into life. Um, and as you know, and as you preach nutrition, which is the biggest part yeah. of that, is you know one hour a day of exercise is one hour a day. There's 23 whole other hours to mm-hmm to either make it better or or take away from that. Um, but the continued message that I bring, and like you said, you haven't done my class. You mm-hmm. heard it's next level. It's next level because I'm giving you the message directly from my heart. Yeah. My instructors and the teams are send, giving my message in their way as long as they don't dilute it or change the message. And that's the difficult part, but to not to stray off what your question is. So over all the 33 years of my doing this, Mm -hmm. uh, all the different concepts I've created, the personal training, the trainers I've trained, the people I've done, uh, personally, uh, the videos and workout programs that are available online that I've done touching all those lives. And then the trainers I've trained, have trained other trainers Mm -hmm. and my touch and my mission to, to help them. Then they help others and they preaching it in, like I said, in their own way. Yep. For me, that's success. That's If, if that, I'm a billionaire, Mm -hmm. if you consider that to be my version of success, because I have, I have touched more lives than I'll even ever know about with my workout DVD series called Ruthless. I still get messages. I filmed that multiple years ago, still when DVDs were the thing and not streaming. I was going to say DVDs. Yeah, yeah, like who knows what that is. That's like a a disc. Yeah, Yeah. I'm old, but, uh. (laughs) That was shot and, and still going on and people are still reaching out to me from mm-hmm. all over the world thanking me and talking about it. So, yeah, my definition of success is that I've achieved my goal and that's to to make sure at least every day somebody's benefiting. and And across the globe with Switch Playground now, I have hundreds and thousands of people sharing that passion.
0: Yeah, so. and I feel like you must not even – Reap the not benefits, but there are so many people that walk through the stores of Switch yeah. that you might not even know how greatly you touch them. Well, I
1: get told when I see people yeah. and they know me, I don't know who they are, or I stand in the reception of a Switch and people don't know who I am because I'm not about that. It's not mm-hmm. what I'm here for. I'm not, look, there's no ego. I mean, at my age, yeah. that in your 30s, you're chasing ego and you <laughs> you swayed I by hope luck. Not. Well, most people I'm not saying I don't (laughs) like to generalize But I know in 30s It's classically where you're proving yourself Even if Mm -hmm. it's to yourself It's attached to ego So, you know, I see these young trainers And they're all about like, you know Their videos of them doing things no one else can do Mm -hmm. For me, that's not motivating I don't like to set people up for failure To think that they are subpar Because they can't run backwards on a treadmill or jump onto a BOSU ball Flip onto a Swiss ball and land perfectly Who cares? Mm Mm-hmm But it looks great and and props to them for doing it. But that doesn't mean anything and it doesn't help anyone else. I agree. It's not like I'm setting the goal for someone to do that. But yeah, for me, like I stand in the reception, I watch people come in, my heart is full. Mm -hmm. I watch them walk out happy and my heart is even fuller, you know. So yeah, I'm very, very successful as in having the ability to, to do what my mission is.
0: I totally agree. And you spoke a bit, and I obviously want to get into Switch and all of that, yeah. but really quickly, you said a line that I had never heard of, but really never thought of either, of working out is one hour of your day. What are you doing the other 23? Correct. It's so interesting to think about because people can harp so much on and beat themselves up of, oh, did I work out today? Or you know, what have I done? And it's one hour of your day. If you don't get to it, it's not the like, what are you doing with the other hours? Right. It's it's just such a small piece of the pie.
1: You know, um, you've got to learn to love yourself. And again, I, I hate to sound cliche, but it's not narcissistic love. Oh, I'm beautiful. Look at me in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I've got a six pack. It's your soul. You've got to love you before you can appreciate who you are and mm-hmm. share that energy with the world. And that's something people don't realize. It's not love of of. Uh, you know, narcissistic or love of physical being. It's love of what's inside and feeding that
0: mm-hmm. and
1: having to be manic with your workouts and, oh my God, I, I, I only burned 300 calories today. What is it? Who's ever seen a calorie? Yeah. What is a calorie? It's something we've defined that's a measurement of mm-hmm. food or nutrition. It's, it's about feeding your soul what you need when you need it. Uh, obviously, the workout is integral in wellness, Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a great feeling. And the endorphin rush, and it, it takes away from needing antidepressants. And, yeah. you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's their medicine. But treat it that way and enjoy it that way. Totally. And, you know, it's about making the most of every day and enjoying your life and not making it a stress. You know, life is so complicated as it, like people, well, I don't measure my food. Please don't. You know, it's yeah. one of the few beautiful things in life is food and eating and when you make it work you're killing the whole process it's not, it's not fun and that's where you set yourself up for failure i'm going on diet i hate that word and i'm sure you do too yep. it's not diet i'm i'm going to have an eating program that works for me that makes me happy but keeps me healthy mm-hmm. you know and if i'm obese or heavily overweight as defined by the guidelines, I need to do something about it so that I can enjoy being in this body because I can't walk upstairs or I can't walk from here to there. That's what it's about. Not that I can put on a pair of jeans and look fabulous because this, you get old, it goes away, who cares? Mm -hmm. But you don't want inflammation in your body which causes disease, which is all going into the sugars. And I don't want to go into heavy detail unless you want me to later, but it's about feeling good and being able to enjoy being in this body every day. You
0: know? I agree. And I think with the body positivity movement, I I think my struggle with the movement is and I spoke with someone about this, is that it we see people on, for instance, Instagram right now who are preaching of like loving yourself and being so positive and it almost then makes people who haven't gotten there yet be like, oh well, great. I fucked up on another thing because yeah. I don't feel that way. It's yeah. as if like, you know, someone who maybe who probably looks different than you and is out there like loving themselves and proud of their body and all that. And then you might not be feeling that way. It's another check of, well, fuck, I can't even do that right. Right. And so someone said it was more like body confidence or and less body positivity because you know of course there's sometimes going to be unfortunately some negative thoughts but it's like okay I can move past that I can focus on this like I can still be confident that I feel this way or setting goals like I think it's so inter- it's it's a really hard topic I think because it is a fine line but there are go- there there are certain goals you can set for yourself to make you overall feel better but it's but not letting the goals take over right. and being realistic. Well,
1: that, that's the whole thing. It's like, you've got to be real. People say, well, I want to look like that. You're not going to. I want mm-hmm. to be 6'3". It's not happening. <laughs> so love who you are. And that's body positive, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you, a lot of the body positive models with the biggest following all work out. Yeah. They're not just accepting, oh, I'm I'm heavy. So fuck it. I'm just going to be heavy. No. and I'm going to wear lingerie and people are going to love me or fuck them. I'm, I don't care. Yeah. They're still trying. And it's not about the body, it's about the wellness. And it's exactly. about the. It's a, like Switch was built on uh, the experiential component yeah. and the mental component, as well as the physical. So there's the yoga side, mm-hmm. and there's the DJ, and the music, and the lights, so that it's an, a fun experience. Like, generally, people don't like working out. It hurts. It's boring. I mean, getting on a treadmill for an hour and walking by yourself, I mean, you could think of nothing worse.
0: It's my so nightmare.
1: there's. There's a, that's where SoulCycle was so brilliant in what they did. Mm-hmm. They made exercise, A, available to everybody. Anyone can feel like they're good in you know, a dark room. You don't have to do all the madness. You can mm-hmm. just sit there and ride and enjoy the music. And they created a sense of uh, community where yep. you could go and you were accepted and you didn't have to be a gym bunny in the best new uh, LO yoga clothes to go. Mm-hmm. You, you can be whoever you are. And they built that brand brilliantly. I'm personally friends with Johnny Jew who created Spinning. I mm-hmm. mean- To him, it would probably, he would cringe at the idea of it becoming a dancing on a bike type thing because he was a purist cyclist. And believe it or not, he was told when he first put it together, no one's ever going to ride a bike inside for an hour. It's never going to work. Hello, 24 years later, it's still the top fitness concept out Mm -hmm. there. Um, But they they made a lot of people work out. They made a lot of people believe they can, and I love them for Mm -hmm. that, and and for me, I'm in a, a landscape where I don't look at all these other businesses and you know, people said, you're going to New York and you're bringing a concept from South Africa, that you've created, you're crazy. Everything's there already. I'm not competing with any of them. I'm mm-hmm. sharing the landscape and we're all actually a brotherhood. We're all helping people be better. I don't look at anybody as competition. I look at being better every day in my own studio as we were yesterday, last week, um, and improving. But I don't look, you know, I'm not here to take everybody and say, oh, you should only do Switch. I want to share the landscape and I want everyone mm-hmm. to have the ability to to know that. Again, it's ego-based competition. It's, it's, it's healthy in a way that you want to be still within the top brands so that people know about you and come to yeah. you. But you're not the only one. And and mm-hmm. that's where I see. So, so taking the component of, a, of something that hurts and that people don't want to do and making it something that when my best is when people walk out of Switch and they say, I can't believe that was an hour. It was yeah. so fun. I did like, you know, and that's live. the whole point. They don't even know what they're doing. They're so caught up in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're being guided through this journey by all these trainers and the music and everything. So the experiential component was very big for me.
0: Yeah, and I think also with fitness comes and you said how like all of these, mo- quote unquote, whatever, if we want these models as an example, yeah, yeah. who are preaching body positivity, there there are two aspects of working out. There's letting the fitness consume you and be a chore and like be a slave to the fact that you have to work out every day. But then there's the act of fitness, which is how I view it of like, this is fun. Yeah. I like to do this. I want to go. I want to Not go. Not
1: a need to go, I 100%. have to go. hundred percent.
0: And so for me, I've, I've been very open about my entire fitness journey. So people probably know this, but I played sports my entire life. So I never was quote unquote working out. I right. never felt like I was. Yeah. And then in college I played lacrosse. And so it was I had to show up for lift. I had to show up for conditioning. We had practices. We had games. Again, I never felt like I was working out. It was just what I did. I loved right. it. It was fun. So when I graduated, it was really hard because...
1: You didn't have that anymore.
0: I, yeah. And I, I had to figure out what the hell I was going to yeah. do. And as someone who likes instant gratification and tangible assets, I turned to running because it's easy to measure. Mm-hmm. And it was all I knew how to do. I didn't yeah. know how to do yoga or Pilates or anything. And... I then, it became, I had a little ownership over me because with num, as numbers typically do, it's like, oh, well, I ran four miles yesterday. I have to run five today. Yeah. I'm a competitive person yeah. with myself. So I've let go of that and I've added in other workouts. And now for me, it's such a mental release. It helps so much. I struggle with anxiety. And it's, if I let fitness and working out and getting a good sweat and go, immediately my anxiety is triggered. Well, like I mean, it works on the same days.
1: parts of your brain that antidepressants yeah. do. And, uh, you know, I would say most people suffer anxiety in one mm-hmm. form or another. It's a, however it manifests itself. Yeah, in especially
0: you. in the city. Yeah, well,
1: New York is, you know, everyone, it's a, the, the two words for New York are hustle and grind. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we pay so much emotional, physical, and financial tax here in order to, to be part of this machine. Mm-hmm. But you have to have your release. And, and, I tell people, you know, you don't have to kill yourself in the gym, but when you do find that release, you will feel amazing. You know, that's why I like a lot of people instead of going to bars now and happy hours are going to gym and working out or mm-hmm. a fitness concept or a spin class or yoga because it it is your release instead of taking something that's stressful and then going and drowning in alcohol and then now you've got stress and a hangover. You know, it's like the worst. there's no fix.
0: And You know, I mean, and then
1: you actually you actually taking a negative and making it more negative. Yeah by trying to mask that instead of facing it and incinerating it in a workout, because that's what in essence you do. You fuel your, your passion and your exercise with your stress and your energy. And, and once mm. that's gone and out of you and you've purged yourself of it, you feel like somebody else. You know, some people say, how do you do it? I think about it afterwards. How am mm-hmm. I gonna feel when I leave the yoga studio? It's like getting on a mat sometimes in a heated yoga room is the last thing you wanna do. Yeah when you're in it, sometimes it's tough and you're holding poses and you, you in that deep uh, meditation or meditative state to hold your pose. And mm-hmm. you don't want to be in a chair pose dying, you know, And yeah. but when you walk out and you've rinsed and cleansed, you, you can take the day and own it or the mm-hmm. night or the, the release, whatever it was. So people need to understand that it's You're not going in like a lot of the women and men now who are manic with the exercise. Like I've got to have more. I've got to burn more calories. I've got to do this. Like you said, said you're competitive. Most people in New York are. You wouldn't be in New York if you weren't competitive. You could choose way more pleasant places to live and find peace. But we're here because we want the ground and we want to be the best at what we do. Mm -hmm. So it's in us already, but you have to have that release or you will get sick.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I know we just dove into a lot of this, but can you give us a little of your background? I know you mentioned military and your accent. Yeah, so I was
1: born in South Africa. um, Also did a lot of sports as a Mm -hmm. kid and appreciated the human body and all it could do. So naturally when I finished school, I went into the sports administration degree, which is uh, sort of sports management. So it's it's like a Bachelor of Commerce degree, which had a major in phys ed and sport. Um, finished that and went into the military, uh, air force to start. And of course being, you know, that, as you said, competitive have to be the best type mm-hmm. mentality. I went in all in, I, that's what I do. There's no middle ground for me, you know, otherwise don't do it. And, you know, I did PTI course, which is like drill sergeant, mm-hmm. evolved, finished that, did officers course. Then they recognized my madness and took me to special forces training. And uh, I became an instructor in charge of advanced training there. So that's where I really found the switch literally for the, uh, like I said to you prior, the limitations we think we have, Mm -hmm. which we don't. And my mentality out of there was like, yes, you can, and boot camp. I created boot camp. That was one of my, my... concepts i was the first person to do a boot camp that uh in atlanta when i moved there uh, so i'll get back to how that got mm-hmm. there but my mentality was that now my mentality is nurturing it's more as i've softened with age it's let me hold your hand and show you can do more instead of screaming at you that you're a loser if you can't mm-hmm. uh which so i finished the military moved to la um early late 80s early 90s uh and joined a friend of mine, John John Park, whose father was Reg Park, who was an iconic founding, one of the forefathers of bodybuilding in the 50s, Mr. Universe. He was Arnold Schwarzenegger's mentor, just to give you a little okay, background yeah. on him.
0: So he's, so he's, he's in Arnold's deal.
1: encyclopedia, and he was Arnold's idol. Mm-hmm. And he and, and Arnold still talks about it. He was at his memorial. I was with him. It was interesting. But his, he was my mentor too. And then when I went to LA, I was... Joined his son, we opened the first world gym private exercise. So I was with him there for several years. Then after the Northridge earthquake, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. I'd met my wife in LA. She's also South African, funnily enough. And we moved together. She had family there. So Mm -hmm. once our condo was, you know, destroyed in the earthquake, which was a whole other story, we went to Atlanta and I started the first personal training gym there. And then it evolved, like I said, to a boot camp Mm -hmm. and... Another concept, which was a similar to a Barry's type, it was treadmill and floor, but it was very different, very more, much more advanced. Uh, we had treadmills called free motion that went to 30% incline where I did Jesus. incline lunging right. and okay. yeah, it was intense. And then on the floor, I would change the workout every day. It wasn't just uh, benches and, and mm-hmm. dumbbells. I did everything. So you'd never know what you're getting because that constant shocking the body is what really works. Mm-hmm. And it, so it was like hitting treadmill. So you'd have boxing one day, you'd have Uh, TRX bands one day and then I'd integrate all these things and you'd call three speeds to the treadmill so it was walker jogger runner so it had specific goals I'd set Mm -hmm. for people but it was higher than you do yourself obviously because you want to push people yeah but in retrospect I set people up for failure because even a walker who's a beginner I try push harder, and they couldn't do it they'd feel like I can't do it it's not for me and And I don't like that mentality and also If you hate the treadmill, you're never going to go to that concept. So I always knew there was more. There was more. Yeah. Anyway, I moved to South Africa with so my family. Back. I went back in 2000, the end of 2009. Uh, we wanted to show our kids how we grew up. And we, our goal, we were actually had gone to Newport Beach, California. We'd found schools for the kids and mm-hmm. we were moving there in six months. It was just a six-month hiatus from the U.S. But we settled in and they <laughs> loved it and the kids went to school and we stayed and I took my Blast my 900 treadmill concept and I started it in South Africa called Sweat 1000 there. It uh, st- stood for special weight endurance aerobic training uh, and 1000 calories that you would burn. And no one had ever done boutique fitness in South Africa. So when I sent it up, everyone was like, you'll never make it. It's not going to work. People can go to the big box gyms like Equinox or Crunch for X to 100 a month and you're charging that a class and they can do all this. They've got pools. I said, listen, mm-hmm. let's see. People wanted that small community. And we started it there and I ended up with eight stores nationally, sold that, and then started doing a lot of yoga because, as I said, I knew there was more than this. There was more. Mm-hmm. Like when I lived in Atlanta and LA, I always wanted to be in New York. I don't know what the attraction was, but I, that was the stage I wanted to oh, be really? on. really? Always. Okay. Don't know why and I don't question it, but that was where I wanted to mm-hmm. be. I guess it's the Mecca of boutique and I, I don't know what it was. Maybe that I madness. Had you spent time here? I hadn't. I'd been a few times, but I, there was something that okay. I had to be here for. Anyway- um, so I created Switch Playground on the yoga mats that tensions were set and it came to me during, mm-hmm. you know, all the elements that I was creating and I created this concept and built a studio, uh, had it all in my mind and started working with a group of young enthusiastic trainers, teaching them the concept before we were even open.
0: And is this back? It was in Cape Town, South okay. Africa.
1: So. What I what I was going to do with Switch uh, with Sweat One Thousand was I was going to bring that to New York. I had investors mm-hmm. here, and we were looking at spaces, but then it all fell apart. And everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I, I tell people don't stress. You're you're where you're meant to be, you know. And it, it's everything that's happening is a lesson, and, and it's there's a reason um, in life in everything. But I'm not here to preach anyway. So <laughs> um, so that I sold it and I was done, and I created this. And funnily enough, you know, no class had ever even been done properly. And I was scheduled to get my studio handed over like uh, two weeks before mm-hmm. I was opening. And I had people were all wondering, what's Steve Uriah, the founder of Boutique Fitness? And so they were going to bring us next. I had a huge following. Everyone was waiting. So I had big shoes to fill for myself. Yeah. And f- they were delayed, just like, yeah, construction, equipment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had a sold out weekend, sold out, sold out, like, Literally back-to-back classes on a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I only got handed my studio. It was meant to be on the Monday before, on the Friday afternoon before the opening. So wow. no class had been done yet. Yeah. So I did a friends and family workout and it was a disaster. Nothing that was in here translated the way it should mm-hmm. have. So my right-hand man or woman at the time, Kelly, who was with me at, at, at Sweat 1000, I went back with her for two hours. We rehashed everything. And I said, I want you to teach a class. This is how we're going to do This is what we're changing at six o'clock. This is at four. And we did the class and that's where Switch was born In one, two classes. And then it just obviously has evolved from there. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, that was the only Switch class I'd ever done until about uh, eight months ago. I did my second class in New York, personally in the class. I was going to say. Yeah, okay. I, I've, I've done two. I've taught thousands.
0: Why is that, do you think?
1: You know, when I did it the second time, I realized how much fun it is and what an amazing experience it is. But I love being on the creation side of it. And I mean, I know what it feels like to do something for two minutes. Mm -hmm. So I know, I mean, I I have 33 years behind me. It's not, there's no reason that I do do that type of training myself on my own, but I don't join in the classes. I I don't know what the reason is. It's interesting because when I did it, I loved it. And I do love it. Obviously, it's my life. And I see the love people have for mm-hmm. it. I mean, exponentially month on month, the growth has been insane. Um, and the and the results more so have been insane. Of mm-hmm. the lives that have changed has been insane. Um, and we're looking at a national expansion, a couple more studios in New York, uh, LA. I've had interest in Israel, in London, obviously. People are people, they love the workout. Like yeah. you said, you've done it. So I'm not selling the concept. Um, but yeah, and then I, I decided we opened. It was a success. I opened in Johannesburg, had four studios, and then I actually opened it to prove concept, which I'm glad I did. But then we came to New York, and we wanted a, the product to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then we made every mistake in the book you could have done coming here to bigger studios. We didn't think about that. We didn't know enough about the geography, and yeah. so we came in against. I mean, who opens two flagships in New York? Just <laughs> they're crazy, you know, rent was out of control. No one knows me, my story, Switch. And people are quite, well, I don't say loyal. They got the thing they do. So to change yeah. it, you've got to do something different. It
0: takes a lot to bring someone to a new it studio. It does. And mil- but listen, you. the good
1: news is millennials are kind of like instant gratification people. Yeah. So they want results. They want something fun. And and the, the the beauty or the negative was when people first started doing Switch, it was like, Bringing friends because they have to, you have to see this chaos. It's insane. DJ lights, smoke. Yeah. We, we used to have smoke machines until people started complaining they couldn't breathe, even though it was a waterless, a water based vapor. <laughs> it was still. Anyway, you 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 learn, you know, and you grow and. In retrospect, it was a great, you know, I didn't want to overpromise and under-deliver. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Instagram-based business that, listen, all the models post, it's great. They film in there, it's great. Yeah. That's not my deal. Some of the other concepts in town are all about Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think they, they deliver what they sell at all yeah. uh, in, in what they give. And and again, I'm not knocking anyone because as long as someone's coming to you and, work out and and doing something that they'd rather be at home on the couch... I'm happy because mm-hmm. human movements, everything. They're doing something. So you're doing something, but don't promise that you're giving something you're not giving, you mm-hmm. know? So for me, I slowly and gradually organically started to grow in the market, yeah? And didn't target anyone's clients and customers. And I didn't do that total uh, guerrilla marketing. It's not mm-hmm. who I am. I'm authentic. I stay authentic and I give you what I'm giving you. And- people saw that and started to feel it. And now, I mean, I think we had 16,000 people through our studios in New York last month, which is, that's big traffic. You won't get that. And that's why we're here. You're not going to get that in LA and you're not going to get that anywhere Mm. else in the world, maybe in Hong Kong or something. But yeah, so that's where Switch was born. That's what it's about. It's, It's an amazing workout. There's a lot of it that happens by design, so the partner training is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go yeah, to workouts. Yeah. So if they so basically, been. you'll come in. You you at the front desk when you check in, you're given a towel with a number on it, which will be your first station because you do twenty mm-hmm. stations, as you know. But just to give a knowledge to the the people who don't know about Switch Playground. Firstly, again, I speak about millennials and focus, ADHD generation, right, mm-hmm. or whatever they term it. Everyone's focus is so short. So I created a two-minute challenge at each space or two-minute opportunity to be better, i say now. Uh, very positive. Um, so you'll do two minutes so that nothing's too long. If you hate the treadmill, you're only on it for two minutes. Yep. No one's telling you what to do on it. You can walk, run, incline, up to you, your recovery. And then you're done on that station for the mm-hmm. day. And then there's, all, there's an integration of all the elements of exercise. So... From cardio to core to strength to resistance to plyometrics, isometrics, it's all thrown at you. Yeah. But before you get to any of that, you come into the studio, you've got your number. Usually you can you can come with your husband or a friend mm-hmm. or a girlfriend. We've now started dating classes, believe it or not. Ooh, nah. I'll tell you about that in a second. Remind me.
0: I go with uh, Joe singles all Singles classes.
1: So we're doing couples, we're doing singles, we're promoting the beauty of sharing. And that's yeah. but we had dating sites coming to us saying this would be the perfect setup. So we've put it together now. We had our our first class, it was, believe it or not, the woman sold out in 12 hours. We had uh, 80 spots. 40, 12 hours, the women was sold out with a wait list. Men took a little longer because we're slower.
0: So what, you have half the class of single it's females? That's
1: single men, single women. And then when you switch, women go left, men go right. So you're with a different person, speed dating for every two oh minutes. Oh, my God. And it was, and then we have a mixer afterwards where you hang out, we got food. And How did I not things.
0: hear about this? It's, what was the feedback?
1: Oh. Insane. I mean, we're doing one for gay women, mm-hmm. gay men. Uh, so we and then couples. So we're gonna make it like an event and we'll do it once a month. And it's huge. People met, some people left together. It was great. This uh, is amazing. So instead of like a Tinder or a Yeah, where a, you have where to you go, go and go surrounded yeah, around you drinking. Like, you share an hour and, and when you share that two minutes with someone, you may really connect. And then yeah. afterwards you go and meet with them and then we sell like a, a card for two workouts together. So you mm-hmm. can buy it and go to the guy you like, to the girl and say, listen, he has a gift. Come and join me. Let's do a whole class together. It's, it wow. takes away the, the shit you deal with with dating, yeah. you know? So it, I think it's going to be a lot bigger than we anticipate. I, I do believe-
0: I actually love going with my husband yeah, as a partner. A, I mean, he's he is a lunatic. Yeah, which and is great. Like,
1: so it pushes you. He
0: jokes when he goes, my cousin is in the group that they yeah. go together and my best friend from- Childhood, and they'll send me texts after, and they're like, "Joe is crazy. He's on the bike. He's screaming at me, and the but like. He, they're next, but it's hilarious. Yeah. And a, it keeps me laughing. But b, yeah, we push each other yeah. in a great way.
1: And it's it's a bonding time. It's a sharing mm-hmm. experience. So that was a big part of it, was the couples, the yeah. partners. So either you know someone, you bring them with you, or you get put with someone, you share an hour together, mm-hmm. which is great. Sometimes you're gonna love the person. Sometimes they're just there and they don't engage. Yeah, it doesn't but matter. You get lost on your own. Either mm-hmm. way, having that energy next to you of someone else, whether you pushing them or you they pushing you mm-hmm. or you're forming some kind of bond is amazing. Yeah, and just so, the and
0: overall, jet, overall energy in the yeah. room. Well, that's part electric. of
1: it. That's where my classes are so well-received is I push energy. Unlike, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's yeah. from deep inside me. It's my passion, which has driven me to this point mm-hmm. that's, brought me away from my, my family to create this and share it. When I say yeah. Broadway, they still were in South Africa. My wife travels back and forward. And, Are
0: uh, they still there? Yeah.
1: My, so my oldest, well, my daughter's there. She's in college doing psychology. My youngest just moved here with me. Okay. Uh, and my my oldest, who's my son, is is going back. He's been here for a while. He's also loves South Africa. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a great the place. drive has been so much so that it's it's, they understand why I'm on my mission, um, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, so so the the yoga is your first thing you do. We do that to warm up the body, obviously, with a dynamic stretch, but more importantly, the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, especially with the chaos outside, I tell people literally, you have to switch off. You're not present in a space for at least 10 minutes after you get there because the energy from outside is still in there and you, people on their phones and communicate. So once you've gone through that yoga for six minutes, you're there. And when you go to your first station, you're 1 million percent present, you're warmed up, and you're ready for your hour. Yeah. Um, and then you go, every two minutes, you switch to a new station. There's usually three, to. well, in my class, I have 12 trainers because I have 100 people. Um, oh, my gosh. There's a DJ in, in the primetime classes to mm-hmm. drive you. And you yeah, You spend two minutes at each thing. You go around, covers the whole body. And you finish your 20 stations, you do a cool down, and, and you're out. And every day, I rewrite the programming. So... Every day is a different class.
0: I've always wondered this. Are you writing out every single exercise and yeah. the trainers are then doing it? Yes. So, what okay. I'll do
1: is I'll write tonight's classes. So, at 5 p.m., this changeover from today's classes mm-hmm. and those will flow through five tomorrow night. So, Got it. at five, the trainers come in 30 minutes prior to the class and we do a walkthrough, and the lead instructor is on the mic, your, your mm-hmm. MC is in charge of that class. He walks his trainers through each and every station and then they share that with the clients. Okay. So that's how it you, works. And
0: as someone who's not a student in Switch, yeah. what are you, are you just doing, like what's your workout routine like? Are you doing the exact same thing? Just no, I, well,
1: I do elements of each thing. So okay. all the movements that are put together in the class, I do independently. Mm-hmm. So I, what I do is each day, I'll do a strength training session every morning at usually between 6 and 7 a.m. Uh, body parts old school not bodybuilding but yeah weights and yeah, then I'll do weight a, training and then I'll do 40 minutes of cardio afterwards wow. and then every evening I'll do a hit workout so like tonight oh, I'm going no wonder
0: you look so <laughs> tonight I'm
1: going to to set up the class for my 80 people that are coming yeah so I'll go in at three o'clock set up the soho location then I'll do my hit workout which is usually another 40 minutes of cardio and then what you do in switch mm-hmm. intense hit workout stuff, and then I'll teach. Um, but the rip part comes from the nutrition. Uh, obviously the calorie burn and the build and the breakdown of muscle with the workouts, mm-hmm. but your world is there where it takes over and that's the nutrition side because that's the change, the game changer in, in everything. So I ate vegan last yeah. week for the first time for a week. How would you feel? Uh, amazing.
0: It's interesting you say like seven, I've been considering trying it just for I've like I've never two done weeks. it. I I did it for
1: the ceremony. I just did. But the goal was you can't have animal products. So
0: Mm.
1: it was really interesting. It's a different world completely. Beauty of New York, so many brilliant vegan restaurants and choices, like Peace Food Cafe downtown. Uh, Mind-blowing. Problem is dense calories. When you're a vegan, it's all grains and all carbs. Mm. Uh, Very little protein, good protein. And the protein you get is more usable to the body than than animal products, Mm. believe it or not. So... They say in, in in an avocado, there's more usable protein for your body than in a steak. Really? Yep. I mean, it's way less protein per se, but what protein is in there, is in there. like plant-based proteins your body uses. That's mm. how we designed, you yeah. know. I don't dwell into the deepness of all of that because I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian. I've been in the game for 33 years. I know what works. Well, yeah, know, you know yeah. what works for you. I know exactly. And not even for me, for people. I, can, mm. I don't preach... Diet, because I said I don't use mm-hmm. that word, but I can help people if they want to change their bodies, whatever yeah. it is for, whether they're bodybuilding or UFC fighters or whatever the application of that sport or the body needs, I can tell you what to do from experience and from studying. Uh, I'm not registered to do it. I don't preach it. Um, mm-hmm. That's your world. Um, I'm
0: not registered either. Okay,
1: well, the, the dietitians yes, or yes, yes. whatever. So if someone's diabetic, I don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. You go to the professionals. I know what's going to mess you up. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to help you, but I'm not going to tell you um, that's not, I don't want to be uh, yeah. you know, liable not, for yeah. your wellness. But, you know, it's, there's a simple equation, calories in against calories out if you want to lose weight. And again, I don't harp on calories and measure them, but there's a basic guideline. You know, if you're going to go out and eat 7,000 calories a day, you're going to put on weight.
0: Yeah. And know? I think, I mean, there's so much. And it's what
1: it's made up of. And that's yeah. the thing like,
0: there's so much fat more, but is nine
1: calories per gram. Carbs and proteins are four. So for me, when when I'm eating vegan, I feel amazing. Like, but I'm eating fruit and vegetables that I don't usually eat, mm-hmm. uh, simple sugars and fructose, and having dense carbs at night even, which I never do, like rice and, you know, you're having a, a, a vegan burrito, which you mm-hmm. burrito, you know, beans and it's a lot of dense calories. But I felt super strong and amazing, and I feel... Well, I don't feel heavy and, and I feel healthy. And it's it's interesting. There's so much fiber that everything works properly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, protein can clog that, animal products.
0: Are you thinking about taking I on a vegan lifestyle I on that? I don't
1: believe it's in my DNA. Yeah. I've enjoyed it and it's not difficult. I mean, I have eggs because you can have eggs. Uh, so it's vegan with eggs, which isn't vegan, vegan, but yeah. there's no fish, no poultry, no dairy, no animal products you know
0: I've been I it's interesting because a lot of people ask like oh have you ever tried vegan and or would you ever consider and my mom was vegan for I think maybe four years um and it's totally doable and very it's just that I really really love meat and poultry but I do do you know of Sakara yeah um so I'm part of their like ambassador referral program mm-hmm. and so i use it every once in a while on weeks where i'm too busy to cook or right. i'm away for the weekend yeah. and i want healthy food available right away in my fridge and they're all vegan meals and it's really freaking amazing good. how good i feel yeah when i eat it
1: you do feel good i think it's how we design so i think i'm
0: maybe gonna try to like a try weeks. listen yeah even just to do i think everything's mm-hmm. worth yeah a
1: try. i mean people said you believe in intermittent fasting I haven't believed in it because yeah. my um, training's always been six meals a day every few hours, feed the machine, and that's how I've lived and it's worked for me. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. 50 and a half <laughs> and I'm, I'm in better shape than most 20-year-olds because yes. I live the lifestyle, not because mm-hmm. I'm amazing. It's because mm-hmm. I, I preach what I do and I live for it and I know what to do and I know mm-hmm. how to train and how to eat. But uh, I've gone through a phase where I'll – I'll go to gym now in the mornings without having breakfast, which I've said is the biggest no-no ever mm-hmm. because you need the fuel. But I, I enjoy going doing fasted cardio. I feel amazing afterwards. Listen, you're pulling from calories that are still in your system. You know, I, I did do uh, the ketones and the ketosis yeah. type diet where you have to do it 100% or you're going to fail. Cannot have the carbs. You've got to stay in a state of ketosis.
0: Mm-hmm. Generally
1: takes two weeks to get into properly and it's it, – But again, it makes life too complicated for me.
0: Yeah. You know, you've got to to measure your
1: ketones and then you're fueling your body on the stored fats and you've always got fat presence. You've always got energy. So you could do a triathlon on it. You don't have to have the carbs because your body burns the fuel of the fats Mm -hmm. and it does work, but it's not for everybody. And not many people can stick to it religiously, which then takes away. You throw in the wrong uh, stuff, And it throws your ketones right out. And then you just, now you're actually not ketosis anymore. And
0: I think there are so many obvious, I mean, yes, like all this shit probably works. And you can do a ton of crazy things to get in I could tell you to eat chocolate for a week and
1: you'd lose weight on the scale.
0: Yeah. But I'm just like, that to me, the whole keto situation.
1: It's a lot. And people don't have time. Like I said, food is one of the beautiful things we give ourselves. It's one mm-hmm. of the few things that make it's us happy. It's my love language. Yeah. There's sex, there's food. Yeah. Restrict those and life isn't cool anymore. No. You know, People who are on diet are miserable because you wake up and you're excited to go to a restaurant and eat and enjoy your day. If you're calculating, unless you've got a fitness show or a bodybuilding show or a specific sport that you have to be in, on pristine, mm-hmm. there's no reason to to hurt to, to limit yourself to a point that you're miserable. If I you're totally living your agree. life miserable, you're doing something wrong. Agreed. So people say balance. And I know a lot of A-type people aren't balanced because you're extreme. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've you got to find your, you've got to know, you've got to ask yourself, am I happy? Yeah. If I'm not happy, what can I change to be happy? And is it worth, my, what's my return on investment on what I'm doing? So mm-hmm. I'm going to look great in a speedo,
0: who the fuck cares? But I'm
1: miserable and who cares? No yeah. one's judging me and it's my life and my body. So you walk across the beach and people are oh like, my God, fuck, look at that guy's body. It doesn't matter. It's gone three seconds ago and mm-hmm. they're eating their, their food and they're so happy and you miserable. And then you and go eat like the show. You go eat your shit and you still feel fat Yeah. because you're mad, you're obsessed. And mm-hmm. you look in the mirror in the morning and you your whole mood's determined by how you look. Mm-hmm. So you look in the mirror and you think, fuck, I really look good today. And you're on top of the world. The next day you've had a bit of sodium and there's a little layer of water Yeah. and you're not that good anymore and you're in misery all day. What is that? That's so pathetic really. You I know? agree.
0: And I, I've talked very openly about all of this on my page, but I was definitely in like – I was in great running shape. I'll say that because mm. I don't think I was necessarily in great shape. I was in great running shape yeah. like two years ago. I lost a decent amount of weight just because I was running so much, but I also was – now starting to get more interested in the food situations. Actually, this was probably like three or four years ago. And I didn't realize at the time, but I definitely became a little obsessed over things. And I was not happy. Yeah, I was so anxious. I was so much of my joy came from people being like, oh my God, you look so great. Or like the feeling of jeans being a little loose and just stupid shit that doesn't matter. But my mental state was so... Not in a good place. Not incorrect. Just off the fucking rails, and yeah. I then have adapted and changed a lot. And you know, recently I was set, like, I think it was when I either brought out my clothes, I was like swapping my kind of closets. So like I was bringing out nice. some my summer stuff before summer started, and a few of my things were like, wow, this does not fit. And, of course, a part of me was like, what the hell? So he texted yeah. my little sister, and I was like, fuck, none of my shit fits. Yeah, She's like, dude, you just told me yesterday you're the happiest you've ever been. What matters more? I'm like, it's, you're right. Yeah. I, I'll get a new jean skirt. I it's don't need It's a
1: moment that. in time. Yeah. You know? I mean, the, the, the thing is we all grow old, and your body's going to change. Mm-hmm. Shit's going to sag. Yeah. Nothing you can do. I mean, listen, there's plastic surgeries, all that. Depends what your goal in life is. Mm-hmm. If you have your surgery and you feel amazing and it makes you happy, as long as your return on investment is that you're happy. Yeah. And if that makes you happy because you feel confident and secure without taking away all the happiness from yourself to look like that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: cool. But if you, when you lie in bed at night and you have nothing but yourself to be accountable to and you ask yourself that question, what did I do today? How happy was I? Mm-hmm. and the answers aren't what they should be, then you've got to change something. And y- you can't lie to yourself. And that's no. what I always say to my class. You can't cheat yourself. If you know you've got a little bit more, just do it. Just prove to yourself you can, mm-hmm. not for ego. Just because it's, an you know, when you, when you make yourself proud of who you are, that's success as well. And it's not because you're better than the person next to you. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's always somebody better than you. There's always many people better than you. You can't compete with the planet. You can compete with yourself in a healthy way Mm -hmm. to accomplish something. And again, set yourself realistic goals. Otherwise you set yourself up for failure and you'll never get there and you'll never be happy. And at the end of the day, it's all about how happy you are so you can help others be happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why for me, I had to find a place where I loved myself enough and, and, Internally, that I can healthily give to my, of myself to others because that's my life mission to help others, but not to the point that I burn out because I'm so damaged and I'm giving so much that I've got mm-hmm. nothing left to give because that doesn't benefit anybody. You
0: have to help yourself you know? before you can help anyone else.
1: Like like they say on the airplane, you know, put the mask on you before yeah. your child because if so you true. suffocate, you can't help your child. Mm-hmm. So you've got to you've got to do that. Put your mask on and then put the mask on right. others. You know and uh, like, I preach wellness the world over. I think I've got my credentials from it now. I don't have to look like, you know, Steve Reeves or Mr. Universe mm-hmm. for people to believe what I've done or what I do. I know that you are your best advertisement when you are a wellness person. You can't be obese. Like a thin chef does. I don't trust a thin chef, <laughs> you know? Like if I go in this into a Michelin restaurant, which I don't do, but if I mm-hmm. went in, I love a fat chef because that dude knows what he's doing and he's eating well and he's, Good. Like a skinny chef to me is like, oh, dude, you're not eating your shit, you know? <laughs> um, so I do believe if you are a wellness trainer, you should look the part. Doesn't mean you have to be absolutely competition ready.
0: Well, that's where but I sh- think it's lost yeah, sometimes. Because I think a lot of people feel they need to be looking like they're going to freaking be a yeah, bikini yeah, bodybuilder yeah. whatever. That's mm-hmm. not necessary.
1: I actually watched, I always admired bodybuilding because I know what it takes. hmm and my mentor Reg Park, who was a physique man in the fifties, sixties, drug free. You know, it was and even in the eighties when bodybuilding they were on steroids and, and stimulants, but it was still in control. Mm-hmm. They looked amazing. There was symmetry. It was a it was it was attainable and it was beautiful. I looked at the Mr. Olympia, which is the epitome of bodybuilding show two weeks ago. I was it was go, it was disgusting. It was the bodies don't even look good anymore. It's like these it's bigger and freakier yeah. and they don't even look, their stomachs are completely distended now from all the drugs. Like mm. if they relax, there's, it's this, they look pregnant, literally, the bodybuilders today. Mm. And even the, 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 the announcers are saying he's got to really watch his abs as he makes this turn because they've got to watch their stomach. They never used to say that. The guys were naturally beautiful. Their bodies, mm-hmm. That I, I admire the diet, that they had, the dedication and discipline, and that made them happy. I mean, they all tell you how miserable they are when they're dieting. Yeah. because But they've got a goal. And their goal is to step on a stage and Mm -hmm. beat other people. And that's cool because that's their job. But it's got to a point that it's not even, and and they're just so cheesy. And it's like the element of like bodybuilding has become like, you know, let me wear a medium shirt when I should be in an XL. So I look like Superman to the world because it's ego. It's all ego and it's it's all all crazy. So, uh, you know, you learn as you get older and and your value system shifts. Um, I wish I could teach that better to younger people. Um, mm. But we all got to go through our own journey to to learn. I did. Uh, I was one of them. You know, it's a bigger and better and stronger than everybody else in the gym and growling when I walked around and I'm the man. What did it mean? I mean, really, I mean, today my elbows hurt, my knees hurt because I trained so heavy and hard. And But it made me who I am today. I don't regret. There's nothing I regret, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, but the but beauty is that you learn. And- you have to evolve and learn from everything that's thrown at you. Like people have these challenges in life, and it's it's you'll have your challenges. It's how you mm-hmm. manage them that makes you what you are and who yeah. you become. You know, anyone anyway, becoming spiritual again? Um, no, that's
0: okay. I mean, I always say I'm like, <laughs> yes, everything happens for a reason, but I I sometimes don't love the saying because such shitty things can happen. Yeah, but there but is a reason. I think it's also. Shit happens. You can't control it. All you can control is how you react.
1: It is your reaction. So and life you gives you what you it? need. Life does give you what yeah. you need. And it's, so some people choose wrong. They turn to drugs, end up on the streets because mm-hmm. they didn't deal with the challenge the way they should have. Yeah. Don't judge them. It was their journey, but you can. It's all about how you deal with it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's all about your attitude, you know.
0: Everyone has the ability to decide how they're going to handle it. Exactly. That. And just switching back a little bit to the food, but mm-hmm. what are the three ways to your heart through food? So not necessarily like your last meal, but, you know, what what gives you that sense of joy that we talk about when you, you talk about food, of how it's one of like the world's pleasures?
1: Well, I think, you know, firstly, I'm going to say this. People talk about a cheat meal um, and or a cheat day. I hate that. I call it a reward <laughs> meal. Or reward day, but I don't believe in it. Yeah. I don't believe there should be, but I call it a reward because it's positive. It's not like oh, I'm yeah. cheating because I'm eating something that I love. No, you're rewarding yourself by giving yourself something you love and you deserve it. Mm-hmm. It's not a cheat because when it's negative, it stays negative. And as you eat it, you're so guilty that you're not even enjoying it. Yeah. And when you finish it, you go look in the mirror and you're i oh, my fat.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what was the point? What, what I do tell a lot of people are trying is think about afterwards, you know, when you go in a restaurant, you there's a menu that gives you so many choices and the hot bread gets put on the table and you're starving and you know you shouldn't. The the beauty is we're not living in an arid country where there's no food. So if you don't have the bread, you'll eat your salad loaded with chicken and good things. Mm-hmm. And when you walk out the restaurant, you're gonna be full, you're not starving. So think about afterwards, the people who had the bread, the big heavy meal and the dessert are gonna feel like shit when they walk out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna be full and you're gonna feel amazing. That's one of the things I say is a psychological key to to winning in the in the in food is think about how you'll feel afterwards. Yeah, and it's maybe not that really is answering your the question, bread. but it's some of the psychology behind it. For me, you know, uh when you eat something like talking about last week, like I don't generally eat a burrito. I mm. I never do. I mean it's like bread and and but when I was in the vegan, when you eat vegan, you like kind of feel like it's all okay. It's like, it's, well, it's it's, the world of marketing. It's, it is, but it's, I mean, you are eating a lot of plant-based stuff Mm -hmm. and you are eating wholesome grains and big fiber and your body needs all that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and the cheese isn't dairy. It's, uh, listen, I don't think men should eat a lot of, um, the soy based stuff because of the estrogen, um, release, which isn't great for guys uh, and women actually a lot. Uh, some of the I plant can't based, soy anything. yes, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So a lot of the new, uh, you know, hemp protein, pea rice, those mm. things work well for your body. So there yeah. are choices. Um, I, I love nothing more now than a a hue. Um, the bullet's my favorite thing. You know, the mm-hmm. the blender. So I'll put in a half a banana and blueberries and protein and. Um, I'll sometimes add Greek yogurt. Uh, again, last week, vegan, I put pea protein in it and some uh, oat or almond milk mm-hmm. that's not processed. I, I actually make my own. Yeah. Um, and I'll have that. And you feel am- it's so amazing to have a natural peanut or almond butter. Um, great, a lot of calories, but mm-hmm. you, that sustains you for the day and you feel amazing. What I've recently started doing and what I encourage everyone to do, what doesn't sound appealing to everybody, but what is so good for you is I juice celery every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Medical medium.
1: Yeah. I mean, first thing in the morning, I'll juice celery. I, I use uh, athletic green is a powder I get that's got every vitamin in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll literally juice the, the celery, pour it through the nut bag, which is the strainer, yeah. and add the, the pure green. I'll drink that before I have anything. And it literally takes 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you have nothing for like 20 to 30 minutes. You go shower, get ready. Then you have your oats or whatever you have in the morning. And I'm telling you, it's a game changer for you. Anyone who has stomach problems or IBS, uh, irritable bowel, or any of the stomach disorders, you know, mm. uh, it I cures used to them. do it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it really gives you a lot of benefit, a lot from antioxidants to anti-inflammatory properties. It's it's amazing. I look forward to that every day. It doesn't taste good, but uh,
0: I don't mind the taste. Uh, at it's at not all.
1: terrible. But it's it's bland, but it gives mm. you a foundation for the day. I think that sets your pace for the day, mm-hmm. and and you you really don't want to put shit in your system after that because you you feel like your engines are, are so fine-tuned. Like when I yeah. used to train a lot of the NFL and NBA athletes, I'd say to them, you know, you guys are the Ferrari of the human being. You know, mm-hmm. we a lot of Toyotas and Hondas around, <laughs> but if you put regular gas in a Ferrari, it's not going to go the way it was designed. You put jet fuel or the ultimate racing fuel in there it's a machine yeah so you can put regular fuel in and you'll be regular you'll still be that one percent club because you're an athlete a pro athlete Mm -hmm. but why not be your best self it's four years of your life that you're in this this phase it's all it is maybe six if you you know you're not a a running back who's who's gonna get chopped up you know Mm -hmm. um it's all mindset you know it's it's sacrifice and that's the thing with eating it's so your award meal, like who doesn't love pizza? You know, who? who you, you Love.
0: You, Everyone loves it. But,
1: you know, so I've, I, I used to, I didn't have bread for 12 years.
0: Holy shit. I
1: didn't touch, I was that strict. And people were in awe of me and I loved that. It was mm-hmm. like part of that thing, like I'm better than you because I can do that. Yeah. It wasn't the reason I did it, but I felt that because people, people can't do it. Mm-hmm. But they don't need to. Why sacrifice? Yeah. Life is beautiful. Fuck it, have some pizza on on a Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. Go. If you eat right 80% of the time.
0: The 20% is not going to do anything. It
1: doesn't matter. I always
0: say like, you know, one pizza. I I mean, ice cream is my favorite food. I have it all the yeah. time. But yeah. that that's not going to, like one salad isn't going to help you no. lose yeah. 10 no. pounds. No, and one, piece one piece isn't gonna pizza isn't going to change. So it.
1: you may hold a little water from the sodium and the cheese. But you know what? It'll be gone in two days. Yeah. But you could die on the way home. So why not have the joy? Mm-hmm. And I was that hard on myself, like literally 12 years. Yeah. And my wife's thing used to be, can't you share a pizza and fries with the kids? You know, it's it's about sharing. And I wouldn't. I would. I, I was offered $5,000 once to eat a plate of French fries. Shut up. I was offered $5,000. I wouldn't do it. And
0: you wouldn't do I'd it. I'd do
1: it for a hundred bucks today. <laughs> no, you know I'd what I'd do it's, it
0: for someone to buy me yeah, the Yeah, no,
1: exactly. I get it. Uh, you know what? Again, it's learning. Wow. It's learning. It's- there was a period I wouldn't have any dairy. So, you know, a lot of the advocates are like, we're the only mammals that will drink another mammal's yeah, th- yeah. milk. And a- you know, everyone's got a something to say. Mm-hmm. And 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 judge. You can't judge. Judging is bullshit. You're not allowed to judge. You don't have the right to judge. Yes. Judge you. Don't judge the next person. It's it's not okay. You know, you, you don't know what they're going you, through. You, you don't know what they're going through. You have mm-hmm. no idea. I mean, I've been through a lot with my family and, you know, I've watched change and I've seen it and, People have judged us and you live away from your wife. It's not right. by whose rules? Who said? Yeah. It's working for us. It's fine. We're good. Don't worry matters. about us. We're good. You go to bed at night and you worry about you. Mm-hmm. You worry about what you're doing and your family. And I mean, appreciate the concern, mm-hmm. but don't worry. You know, and, and yeah. that's the way it should be. You've got to be accountable to you. And that's how now I live my life. And it's, you know, it's like people, I walk in a restaurant and clients like are eating something, and they'll hide it. And they'll be like, you know what, that's job security for me. Fucking eat the fries because you're mm-hmm. going to come to Switch to lose it tomorrow because I'm your go-to and that's fine. But I don't judge. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to enjoy your life. And, you know, you can't, again, don't kill your food by being, feeling guilty about it. It's not worth having it then. Again, no,
0: it's not.
1: ROI, return on investment. What is the level of happiness you're at? And. Is this going to make, if it's going to make you miserable to eat it, don't eat it.
0: Yeah. If if you know you're going to eat something and
1: then walk around depressed and want to go run on a treadmill for five hours because you feel guilty, it wasn't worth it because you're psychologically not dealing with it well. But if you're going to eat it, eat it, enjoy every fucking bite of it and then forget it and enjoy the feeling of the euphoric state you have from having something Mm -hmm. that made you so happy, you know, black tap milkshake. I mean, insane (laughs) to the next level of decadence. But once in a while, have it because it's so crazy. Yeah. And and then, but don't walk out of and go, oh, I've got to vomit either because shouldn't have had it. You'll be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. your body doesn't know what to do with all that sugar and, and, and madness. But it's a joy. It's mm-hmm. it's It gives you a feeling of happiness. So do it. You know? I
0: agree. Well, thank you so much for being on here. Absolutely. It's so pleasure. great getting to know you better and sharing yeah. your story with everyone. I'll obviously put everything in the show notes, but when do you teach at Switch if someone wants to come to your Yeah, class?
1: so my madness happens on, um, at the moment I'm only teaching in the Soho location because mm-hmm. it holds way more people and I like to have a huge party. Firstly, I'll say if you don't like crowds, don't do my class. Yeah. And if you don't like the madness, don't. But if you want to go all in, uh, my class is on Monday evenings at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. Thursday evenings at 6.30, which is a new class I've added, which is always a theme, throwback Thursday theme. Okay. So we've done uh, 70s, 80s, and Burning Man, encourage costumes and just have fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a movie night this Thursday. Oh, fine. So that's the other one. My other big one Saturday morning at 10.30. Okay. And we have generally between 70 and 100 people a class.
0: That's
1: insane. Insane. When last you worked out with 100 people. Uh, there's sometimes 110 in the room with my 12 trainers and DJ. But expect absolute party, yeah. madness, fitness to the next level, and huge passion and and just raw fun. That's what awesome. it is. But if you like small crowds, not madness, there's another 100 classes a week. Check yeah. the schedule And they're all, out. Great. they're all great.
0: Well, thank you very much. It was Thanks great. Thanks for, for having with me. It's been a
1: pleasure to share.
0: Of course. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Foodie.